Oh, I fucking hated it. You know the one I can, that I And like? I totally understand why people hate it. I get that 100%. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Fine, the greatest movie podcast ever. But assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Porteous, and we are back yet a freaking again over here. And I'm joined, as always, by Matt Smith. Hey, everybody. I'm over here celebrating. Oh, let me tell you, kids, we got a lot of news today. This is going to be a jam-packed show. Now, when we left you last week, we were like, oh, dude, we're going to cover uh, Hot Pursuit. And now, nobody's panties got wet <laughs> over us saying, oh yeah, we're going to cover Hot Pursuit. No one gave a shit. We didn't give a shit, and we were the ones that are going to do it, all right? Um, <laughs> so, but we're going we're gonna to cover some other stuff, because there's a lot of good things going down, you know? And um, we, got, we got what you've been watching, uh, but the big reviews today, we're gonna, we are going to be doing Hot Pursuit, so whether you like it or not, we're going to tell you why you should not go see that movie, more than likely. Uh, I, I don't know what Matt's <laughs> thoughts are, but... We'll, we'll talk. It's, it may be What's a little off? different than what you might think. You never I, know. That's the fun part with this show, is that sometimes I you, you earlier, can go... I was going to say some shit. He's going to say some shit. Believe it. Stuff will be said <laughs> on a podcast, believe it or not. Where words Verbally. come out, words will be said. Verbally, things will come out of my <laughs> mouth in relation to Hot Pursuit. Some of that action. And then... I think um, that was the most purred happily I've ever been on this fucking show. <laughs> that's not... That's... <laughs> Okay, anyway. (laughs) I just see you as just a a fancy black man now. (laughs) That's just like, that's still kind of not in the right decade. (laughs) I can dig it. Doesn't doesn't really belong in the time space that he's in. And and it's kind of confused about where he's at in the room right now. (laughs) I love Perk. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. That it's like it is. It's so good. Um, so uh, we're also the big review though. We decided that uh, so it, it came out in theaters near you, but it's available on iTunes right now. And mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't watched it, we very much encourage you to do so because we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get into some spoiler talk. But I think we're gonna have some very interesting discussion today about Maggie. Uh, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in a zombie movie, and it's not anything like what you think. No. It's good for one. Um, it is. There's. I think we got a lot of. I. You know. Here's the of deal. Of course, this is probably going to be what happens. I'm going to say it's really good, and then like halfway through that, I'm going to say, "So Adam, what do you think? I fucking hated this movie." But here's the thing. Here's the. <laughs> we've had and those. Then I'm going to tweet it out to the guy that made Maggie, and he's going to call out of a little bitch. <laughs> we've we've had this happen on the show before. It's not not happened. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> And I'm just like, look, bro, I was, I didn't, you know, it was bad, but I didn't, I didn't renege on my statement. But at the same time, I look, I fully admit with Wolf Cop, I was not in the right headspace for at the time. I'll, I'm going to give it another shot. Um, so by the way, by the way, just is just so, cause things are going to, things are, things are changing around here. So this is the last uh, film find episode that I'm going to be, uh, recording here. New, uh, next week we're going to be, uh, new, new studio, new area here and everything. It's going to sound the fucking same by the way, but whatever. (laughs) 
We're upgrading, bitches. I'm upgrading. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a proper desk. I'm not gonna be sitting on a love seat doing this where it's like kind of it's all uncomfortable and weird and shit. Uh, but my plan is is for the new place to go back to front projector. Oh my god, let me tell you, I, my brother and I when we lived together, we had a front projector in the living room, mm-hmm. and we even had stadium seating. He built a fucking box, right? Yeah. <laughs> Carpeted the box. We put the couch on top of that, and we had two, you know, recliners right in front of that. We had stadium seating in the fucking living room. It yeah, was dope. That's, how you do it. that's what two young. That's what two young dudes in their twenties do. <laughs> is roll that <laughs> and, shit. And now it's what two older dudes in their thirties do. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing next. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm going to get a 1080p 3D projector and everything. We're going at least 106 inches on this bad boy. Yes, son. Yes. Uh, so my movie watching is going to go up exponentially because it's, it's not the same when you watch it on TV. It just isn't, you know. Anyways. Uh, All right. So that's the shit we're going to be covering today. Uh, let's get into a little well, bit of a... We got, what? we got some news. Well, that's what I was going to say, motherfucker. Okay. How about you give me two I seconds? Thought giving, I thought you were giving the fucking run up we're to the what you've been watching. Well, that's the next part. We're going to get to the news. Jesus. <laughs> okay, fine. Go ahead. Show Sorry. Show falling apart. We got it news, Matt. What do you rickety. want to talk about? <laughs> it, was, it was always rickety. It's a, fucking, it's a fucking shambles to begin with. So. <sighs> well, uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, uh, <laughs> talk. What do you want? What do you got? What do you got in your pocket? Bring Talking it out. American Idol's going. Oh, uh, canceling it next year's last season after sixteen, 16 amazingly years shitty seasons. seasons. You know what that means, everybody. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, that's Doesn't right. it make you feel good inside that after? I mean, look, I'm not. I'll grant you, the first season was was fun because it was a nice novelty. It was good, and you it saw this. On too long. It, it just is for fucking ever. You got rid of all the original cast. This is just like the worst. This is like the Brady Bunch, like, and every character's called uh, uh, cousin Oliver. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, you know, us and Cool and the Gang, we are celebrating this bullshit. So, just take two seconds out of your life and just enjoy the fact that American Idol's go- going away. Okay, kids. Yeah. All right, but that's it for that. But that is that is a good thing. I am excited. That's that's good. Maybe Fox can have some programming that isn't reality for a change. It's going to be nice. It's not going to happen. Speaking of which, boom, segue. Oh, yeah, to Fox not having programming that's reality. What the what? What? Uh, so everybody's heard by now that the X-Files is coming back. Uh, I, I'm sure. that every, I don't we've think talked we've about actually it. Ta- have we talked about it? I'm pretty sure we have. I think I made Maybe. a harsh cry for a Blu-ray. Oh yeah, that's that's true. We did talk about it when you were watching it. Uh, when you were watching the HD, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, which does look fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, X Files has an actual date now, January twenty fourth. So uh, start your big countdown clock on the big board and get ready for that shit. Because mm-hmm. it is going to uh, be. My my hope it, my hope is is that while they are shooting and there's going to be enough buzz around it. And they're just going to go, what, you know what, guys? We're doing more than six. We're going to pick it up. I think, I think, I think they're doing six and then six again next year. Well, I mean, at least. So that they can have story arcs that are just like minor, but still full on 
arcs without too much filler. Well, it's interesting because we kind of talk, I mean, I, on uh, this week's Hero Movie Podcast, we talked a little bit, we talked, we reviewed Gotham, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk a little bit about how Gotham may suffer from the fact that it just has way too many episodes. And that, you know, things like Daredevil are, seem so much more punchy and so much more, um, you know, well, we dramatic and everything the, when they uh, chop Agents it down a bit. Shield last week, too, yeah, right? Same, same diff. Uh, I, you know, here's the thing. I, I I didn't get to talk with you guys about Gotham, um, although I, I like that show a lot. Uh, here here's my take on Gotham and and the uh, episode conundrum that they have. Uh, they focus on way too much. Mm. That's their problem. It's not necessarily that there's like too many episodes. It's that the storytelling is literally all over the place. And so even those 22 episodes just feel like some of them just dragged because it's like, well, we're bouncing back from this character to this character to this character. And it's just a constant – I mean the first 10 episodes of that show is just introducing new fucking things <laughs> that – you know what I mean? And like, and like what we talk about – characters it, that just don't need to be there and, yet. And we talk about how they abandon some characters that might be good. So you know, mm-hmm. there's a yes. lot of things where, like, where it's like, okay, oh, this is some – some Gotham Central stuff, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, at least, um, at, at least the fucking Fish Mooney's gone because I cannot stand Jada Pinkett Smith's performance in that role. Anyway, so so that's so that's that. Uh, yeah. So um. So, so that's some good news. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like uh, X Files. I'm super. I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. Uh, it was funny. We were watching back and stuff, and it's just like you look at that, and it's just like, man, Chilly Anderson has only gotten hotter. <laughs> yeah. From from like you know twenty years ago, and it's just like time has been good. Govney <laughs> mm-hmm. looks pretty damn good too. He, he's he's aged fairly well for well, the I most mean, part. He, he's he's done nothing but have sex on television since then. And so. that, that'll keep a man young. And, and, it, and it was what he was doing before the X-Files as well was having sex on television. It's what he does, folks. Or, or at least reading stories about sex on television. I don't know. <laughs> I never really paid that much attention to Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> but he was in there. <laughs> It was good stuff, I tell you. Um, well, it was something. It was something. It was I don't know. Something. Never seen. <laughs> Cinemax. Cinemax. Oh, being Cinemax. Um. Oh my gosh. So I I sell uh, I sell internet and television uh, for a living, and uh, there was a lady that was just like you know, we get you uh, television and stuff. We'll throw in like three free months of HBO and Cinemax, and this mm-hmm. one's like <laughs> little old lady. She goes. Oh, the Cinemax. That's they play the dirty movies at night, don't they? And I'm just like, I don't know where to go with this. Do I go with the yes, ma'am? You'll totally be able to watch all those dirty films, or no, ma'am? It's you don't have to watch the dirty films if you. I did not know where they to don't go anymore, though. <laughs> well, they don't do Cinemax after dark, kind of. I mean, I mean, they mu- they probably do at like two Look, or whatever, but it, but they're late night now. Like they've they've got a few dramas on there. They're they're trying to be prestige about things. Not at two o'clock in the morning. That's when you no, have the soft core horse shit. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not up at two o'clock to watch shit. Some old ladies are apparently. She <laughs> she's just going. They got the Cinemax. Well, all I know is that one of the best shows on TV is on Cinemax. So if you're not watching the Nick, get on it. That's one thing. Like when it first came on, I like recorded an episode, but I just I unfortunately just never got around to it. It's not for lack of wanting. I, I might check yeah. it out on something. You, you got to check it out. It's really good. So, also, their show. Uh, oh shit! What is the name of it? Oh shit! Is that Italian? No, I can't remember the name. 
Never mind. Fuck it. I can't remember Good. what None the of other that. shows. All right. So, I know. I know uh, Banshee shot around here, so I know that much. <laughs> that's that's true. I never seen it, so I, I can't say. Uh, they've got Strike Back, but that wasn't the show I was thinking about either. Ah, fuck. Anyway. Anyways, uh, what you been watching, bro? Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, so I watched a, a, a lot of Gotham. <laughs> yes. Uh, because I had to catch up, and I still didn't hit every episode, which was fun, <laughs> because I let too big of a backlog just kind of pile up and pile up and pile up. Um, so I didn't get to all of it, but, uh, I did get to, uh, head out to the theaters, uh, this week here. And, uh, other than our main reviews and everything, I saw a uh, documentary called Lambert and Stamp. Uh, mm-hmm. it is a, uh, the movie of, about the guys who, who managed the, uh, who managed the who. Yes. And, uh, which one of them, I had no clue, is Terrence Stamp's brother. Uh, oh, so that's weird. That's, that's fucking cool. And Terrence Stamp makes a kind of a little, uh, appearance in it and everything. Um, I don't is know. Is he looking for his daughter? <laughs> and it's all out of sequence and shit. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but, um, no, it, it's, it's a good movie, but I gotta say, I don't think it's gonna be for everybody. Um, it's not overly who heavy. Um, but at the same time, you learn a little bit about these guys. It, it's okay. It, it's not amazingly good. It's, it's done pretty well. It takes a while to catch its footing at the beginning, too. Um, the thing that it reminded me of, I forget the name of it, but there was a Joe Strummer documentary years ago. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Uh, I where, forget the name of it, too. But um, it's not quite as wild and crazy as that one, who never used supers for anything, which was, like, crazy. You were just like, here's some motherfuckers that knew him, and that was always just like, if you don't know who somebody is, you're out of luck. Um, so it wasn't quite, like, that disjointed or anything, but the first little bit here, they're trying to catch up, and I think the filmmaker tried to be a little bit more clever than he probably was. Um, is that movie called The Future is Unwritten or some shit like yes. that? Yes, yes, yeah, that's the okay. name mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's good, actually. No, it was really good. It was really yeah. good, but it was kind of, like, uh, d- disjointed in a way, but not in a, not in a bad way. Uh, but just was very different from your regular kind of yes. traditional, here's a documentary, here are the people involved, here are what their names are, here are what their relationship to the characters uh, in the documentary are. So it wasn't quite like that. But yeah, definitely check that. I haven't seen that anywhere. I need to see if that's like on DVD or something. Um, other than that, I would say, uh, yeah, I really haven't watched a whole hell of a lot. I've been, um, like I said, I'm in the process of uh, kind of moving and getting all that shit together. Mm-hmm. And so my brain is kind of scattered about as it were but uh that that's that's the that's the main thing that i watched this week i'm going to try to I, I don't know within the following week if i'm going to be able to you know kind of fit in some more stuff but uh definitely uh definitely enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed what i watched so far and we'll talk about the other two and that one and you know if i enjoyed those or not <clears throat> uh, okay so we'll talk about that let's hit you because i hear you have uh, quite the plethora of uh goods. Yeah. I have quite a bit to talk about, although I'm going to narrow it down and just talk about three things this week uh, and kind of just space it out uh, for some weeks when I'm not really able to uh, keep up with the pace that I'm on. Um, So this week I finally got to see all of Hyena. Um, You know, we remember my uh, theater debacle. Uh, trying to see that movie last week. Uh, Hyena was really fucking good. Uh, I hated the ending, but it's a solid enough uh, cop flick. So you Um, left at the right time to begin with. No, 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 no. I was only 30 minutes in. It's literally just like the the end of the film. Is I'm just like, well, I get what they're doing, but also I just, like, I need something, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, It ends pretty abruptly. Uh, And... Like, like, that's fine. It is what it is. It didn't work for me. That's my point. Uh, but it's it's good. 
um, up until that, and you might even like it. Uh, I'm going to say uh, it's worth a rental at some point. Um, and I know it's on like iTunes and stuff right now, too. Um, the other two things I want to focus on a little more. Um, the first thing is uh, this movie called The Deadlands, uh, which came out of uh, New Zealand. It's uh, by this guy. His name is uh, Toa Fraser, um, and he is uh, Maori. And this, this film is about two warring Maori tribes, uh, one that slaughters the other, and the last remaining member of that tribe tracks them down through the Deadlands, which are supposedly uh, haunted by this monster who uh, is just another like really brutal killing machine. Um, who teams up with this guy, they track them down through the Deadlands, and then, like, killed them all. Um, that old story. <laughs> that old story. It's it's really good, man. Uh, it's uh, For those of you out there who have seen Apocalypto, uh, it's similar to that. Although I, I feel like the, the fact that it's directed by, a, by an actual Maori uh, person as opposed to uh, Mel Gibson, it's probably less problematic in certain ways <laughs> um, with its depiction of, like, sa- savage warfare. Um, but, uh, but no, it's, it's got some really good hand... I mean, Maori warriors uh, were, like, hand-to-hand combatants, right? So mm-hmm. it's just really brutal fight scenes. Um, and it, I don't know. I thought it was great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It's available on demand on iTunes and in very limited theatrical release. Um, so the other thing that I want to talk about uh, is um, this TV show that I just caught up on over the weekend. It's called that, Family Matters. That, that I'm kind of into, but I'm still not sure if it's any good. Okay. Uh, and, I, and like, intrig- I like this. <laughs> that, and, well, that intrigues me, though, right? Like, Like the fact that I keep... Like, oh, yeah, I need to watch this. I want to know what's happening. But also, I'm just not sure if, if I actually think it's good or not. Uh, but anyway, the show that I'm talking about is American Odyssey. It comes on uh, NBC, and it is apparently, although, you know, it adheres to the Odyssey about as closely as O Brother or Arthur actually say, adheres <laughs> to the Odyssey. But that, but that's the inspiration point, right? Is uh, mm-hmm. is like the soldier has to get back to her family, but everybody thinks she's dead, and it's a big conspiracy thriller, uh, which is uh, something I like about it as well. Um, but yeah, it's like this: the soldier in the Middle East uh, gets murdered by this corporate conspiracy that involves uh, basically like this private uh, security firm that's basically Blackwater, right? Um, they're called Z now. Come on. Well, I, I, whatever. This is this is. Uh, anyway, people know what the fuck black. No matter is. how See, they no, change their name. No matter how uh, you spell douche, it's all the same. That's right. Uh, in in any case, um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I I think it's like give give it a watch or you know it's a, it's fucking six episodes. It's only running for thirteen. Um, so I'm in for the long haul, but it is something that I'm intrigued by, and I and I do want to know whether or not I think that it's any good uh, at the end of it. Um, so that's always nice because sometimes I just like look at a show and go, "Well, this is shit," and uh, <laughs> and it is, and then just stop watching it. I always like when I get something that still intrigues me, even though if, even though I like I'm not sure that it's good, and and that's where American Odyssey falls for me. Yeah. Uh, also, also, the new season of Penny Dreadful is uh, fucking awesome. 
I'll just say that I don't need to review it. Fucking Penny Dreadful's great. If you're not watching it, fucking get on that shit. It's good. Okay. That's uh, that's that's what I've been watching. I got more stuff, but I'll talk about it next week. Okay. All right. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna fit in next week. I'm gonna try to. There's some. Oh, I'm gonna try to see Roar tomorrow. I think is it tomorrow? I fucking forget. They're, they're, so they're doing a screening of Roar. Uh, here. Uh, it's it not here yet. It's coming soon though. So they're gonna. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but uh, it may be this week. I'm gonna try to Hell try yeah. to shoehorn that in. Sounds like a sounds like a blast. Well, just uh, for those of you out there who want to try to keep pace with me, things on deck are um, the film Lost River. With uh, it, it's the new film, uh, the first film directed by Ryan Gosling, um, which, which I'll talk about this more is very much inspired by his time spent working with uh, Nicholas Winding Refn on Drive and uh, Only God Forgives. Um, so I was with a crazy and, man, and um, uh, also the sequel to Monsters, Monsters: The Dark Continent, um, and uh, like, like the, the like so it's a sequel to. Gareth Edwards' monsters. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm I'm intrigued. Um, and and we'll talk about that next week for sure. I okay. have some things to talk about. Uh, but that's available on demand in iTunes. As is uh, uh, the Lost River. Same same diff. Uh, Lost River may actually be out on Blu-ray now. I forget. Uh, it it all kind of just dropped this week. It was in limited release for a long time. Um, and then the other thing that I've watched that I'll talk about next week. Um, is god damn it i just dropped the fucking name um shit oh the voices the ryan reynolds uh serial killer thing yeah yeah i've heard some interesting things about that i've heard so some, I've so heard we'll talk about those next week okay. uh, right. and then i'll probably have some more th- things too but i'm like i said i'm gonna try to build a log uh, of things for when i have nothing to talk about <laughs> log <laughs> that's fun all right so um well like, like all good uh punishments you just got to get them over with and to begin with and uh just get it rolling uh so this this is part of the um <clears throat> show that we like to call uh we watched it so you don't have to uh here here is the uh trailer for our first new release review of the week hot pursuit what i'm about to say cannot leave this room do you know who vicente cortez is yes he is the top lieutenant in the cartel he is known as the Bank of Bogota, the Tender Tender, the Lender Lender, the Money Launderer, El Chapo, the Pork Chop, Bacho. Okay, okay, okay. Tomorrow morning, you will escort our witness to Dallas so she can testify against Cortez. Mrs. Riva, we have got to get going. Look at you, you're teeny tiny. You're like a little dog that I can put in my purse. But Cortez has killed every witness we've had. You're in danger, ma'am. Everything's gonna be fine. What about my husband? Everything but your husband's gonna be fine. Like me, but I'm the best chance you have at surviving. What the hell is that white stuff? Thank you, I should call the police. No, I am the friggin' police. Don't you see? You're free to go. But I totaled your car. I said you're free to go! This accident's gonna be all jacked up. We have been set up, shot at, and hunted down. Officer Cooper stands at 4 feet 11 inches. Oh, come on. The other suspect, a 45 year old Latina woman, is the <laughs> We need a couple hours to lay low. Now, can you help us with that? I kind of like your smile. You do not know anything about me. I have seen your underwear. I like a lot of coverage. It's no underwear. That's a diaper. I know everything I need to know. They tried to seduce me with some lesbian stuff. I am her lover. Oh, 
la la. But I'm a Christian, so I didn't. I wasn't interested in that. Oh, hey. Oh. Penis. Oh, my God. Uh, Penis. I'm going to get... Officer Cooper is four feet, nine inches. I am five foot two. Traveling with a 50-year-old suspect. Find them now. We have to get out of this car right now. They're going to kill us both. Follow my lead. Mrs. Reba is having some problems with some lady business. Can't you just hold it? No, you see, once a month, my uterus shans its lining so on? that the, the eggs and descend the egg. into the oh. pool. Oh, my God! Uh. She speaks Spanish. Gringa chiquitica. Poca muy gorda. Simplona. All right, that was the trailer for Har for Hot Pursuit, our first new release review of this week. Here is the IMDb plotline, as we know, everybody. IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. An uptight and by-the-book cop tries to protect the outgoing widow of a drug boss who, as they race through Texas, pursued by crooked cops and murderous gunmen. This is uh, directed... directed <clears throat> Pardon me, by uh, Annie Fletcher, who's uh, done uh, such works as uh, the 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 what's the oh, the step stepson stepmother what the hell was that called? What the fuck was it called? I don't know. She did she did do uh, step she something has or worked other? on Step Up, but uh, she directed the first one, then did a series of films, Twenty Seven Dresses, Proposal, which was a huge hit, um, The Guilt Trip, which was not a trip. huge hit. Uh, but you know, she did, she did some stuff. Yeah. That, that's what, you know, she's done stuff. She has done things. This is of course a starring Reese Witherspoon, Sophia Vergara, a whole bunch of people you haven't heard of as well as Jim Gaffigan and, uh, John Carroll Lynch. Um, yes. oh, and a cameo from Mike Bigley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so Matt. Yeah. What did you think of this film? You're going to start with me. Why not? I got some controversy. Okay. It's all right. Not well, let's start with me. Um, <laughs> Okay. Well, this was the 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 number one new release review of this uh, uh, or new release movie of this week. Age of Ultron hit number one again, but this one had number two. Mm-hmm. Um, res- more respectable than last week for those folks that landed in the number two and three spots. Um, but still did nothing. Let's be frank. Um, now the trailer and everything. You watch the trailer. It seems like a a fun kind of a, shall we say Paul Feig esque adventure. Yeah, yeah to, I mean, to clearly, a degree. It, clearly it's trying to... With, with that, uh, the, the heat. Yeah, with yeah, the heat, so there's a little bit clear. of the kind of... The, the vibe of Bridesmaids sort of deal. This the, the kind of vibe, especially within that trailer, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, yeah, it's 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 very heatish, though I never saw the heat. I know you did, right? Yes. And you, and you liked it, too, right? Yeah, heat's okay. good. Yeah, it's just one of those things I've been meaning to get around to, but never uh, got a chance. Um it, this ain't that, I don't think. <laughs> no, here, here's the here's the real problem with this movie is uh, it's sold as that thing. It is much more uh, like um, the proposal, comedy wise. Okay. Um. So for for those, wait a minute. The proposal. This is going to show how uh, how weird I am. So the proposal. Yeah. That's the one where it's Ryan. I'm not even looking at INDB. This uh-huh. is going off of what I believe I remember. Where yep. Ryan Reynolds ends up playing like like pretending that he's propo- that he's engaged to Sandra Bullock for some business thing or something. Yeah, because she's uh, like his cold evil boss. Yeah, that's sad. I don't know. Don't ask why I know that, but I do. I don't know that well, I've even seen it all well, the way I through. Saw but it, I so. may have because <laughs> so, apparently yeah, yeah. I know a lot about it. <laughs> but that was a big hit, right? It made it made like a hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah, it made money, no uh, doubt. 
Like, like it was a big hit and everybody liked it. The, the problem is this movie plays much more like that film uh, and doesn't really give itself over, I don't think, all the way to the cop material as, as like a driving force for what, what's going on humor-wise. And I, and I need that to happen. Um, I don't know how you... How, how did you feel generally, well, Adam? Well, here's the thing. This is a PG-13 movie. Yes. That may have been helped by being R. Um, I know that I, they... I agree. I know that they really wanted to, you know, go out to as many, as wide an audience as they can. Reese Witherspoon is kind of America's sweetheart now, nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and for and good the reason. Heat was R, by the way. I'm sorry? The Heat was rated R. Yeah, exactly. And, and that made money, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this really would have probably helped from that because it seems like, I mean... They kind of go a little bit, but it seems like they really could have gone a lot further in a lot of things. And it just seems like they were hampered by a rating overall. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Uh, I I will say, so I'll give you my general impression. Okay. The movie is, uh, it's bad, not that bad. Uh, I've seen people compare it to being as bad as Paul Blart. Or oh, just, Jesus Christ, or just above. no. Uh, no, 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 no. But no, it's no. not at all. This is at least watchable. And there are a few funny moments. Like, like I will say, another nice thing about this is that, uh, regardless of how uh, hampered the film is by its rating or the or the story that it's telling, which is kind of just by the numbers in many ways, um, I enjoyed the chemistry between Sofia Vergara and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I think they work as an on-screen pair. I just don't think this was the movie for them necessarily. Precisely. Um, but but I do feel like if this were to come on cable and you were at home with your girlfriend or, you know, maybe you just didn't give a shit that you were, uh, you know, maybe you're stoned. Maybe you're drinking a brewski. Well, if I was stoned, and, this might be really funny. But but you know what I mean? Like, like if this came on cable, I'm not going to change it if it's like a Saturday and I don't want to fucking watch baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I never uh, want to watch baseball, so I may end up. <laughs> yeah, well, me either. That's my entire point. Okay, right? I was just like, I was just like, didn't peg you as a baseball guy, but that's like, weird. Like if, like if baseball and golf were the other fucking options good on point. Sunday, which sometimes they are, yeah. right? Uh, I'll fucking watch Hot Pursuit again, no problem, no questions asked. But there are <laughs> definitely people out there who say that this movie is one of the worst movies of the year. No, oh heavens I would, no! I would actually sit through this movie again before even watching Black Hat again. And I thought Black Hat was at least a little interesting, but it was fucking awful. I still stand mm. by that movie as being this maybe the worst thing that I've seen. That 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 is not Paul Blart. I was about to say, of, come on, bro, Paul Blart. But but I feel like I just have to like like that's such an obvious thing to say like Paul Blart's like it doesn't even matter. Water is right? wet, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Right, like like Black Hat to me is still. Uh, the gold standard for like the <laughs> shittiest film that I've seen this year, uh, based on just the talent wasted, uh, my own expectation, um, how shitty it looks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Giving those parameters, I will grant you, but compared to others, I may ha- I, I take a little umbrage, but that's that's we're, but we're, but in we'll any case, rela- related to like I'd still watch Hot Pursuit before I watch Black Hat again, even if it is better than. Now there's some there's some fun stuff in here, and you're right. It's the chemistry between these two these two leads that really propels this thing forward. Um, I I like what they do, and and here's the thing, 
I'm usually not a huge. I, I'm not a huge Sofia Vergara fan. I'm just not. I, I yeah, don't me know, either. I don't know what I mean, it is I, about I watch her. Modern Family, but also whatever. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, right? yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't dislike her for any particular reason, but it's just mm-hmm. not like I'm not like oh well, boy, this 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 lady again. Who, I, you know, God bless, but is a little one note with kind of what she does. She's an she's a she's an attractive lady who does the you know the spicy Latina character. Yeah, well, I mean, she was really great in Chef, but she had a really small part, and I think that's most of the problem is that she gets these parts where they just want her to play one thing. Yeah, I mean, and and for what what she does in the, in this, she she's perfectly fine. This is the most thing that I've been able to kind of stomach her uh, with, and and that uh, that sounds really more mean than it than than I mean it to sound, uh, but. <laughs> I, I really, I just like the second that came out, I was just like, that sounds really mean. And I'm like, it don't, it don't need to be quite that mean, but still. It's the only thing that you've seen where she's appealing to you in any way. There you go. That's a, that's maybe, a better maybe way that's it. what you were going for. That's that's what I meant. That sounds a lot better than what I, because what I said sounded really mean and vindictive. I'm like, well, I don't because, really mean it like it, that. Well, it, well it, it did sound that way, but also I didn't think it was that way only because, like you had said, right? Like, it's not that you don't you dislike her. It's just you don't care. Yeah, I just mm, either, it's either, innocuous. Exactly. Either or. Who? 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 Yes. You know, big deal. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I liked it, and I will say this: I think Reese Witherspoon, Academy Award winner Reese Witherspoon, and and probably mm-hmm. in my opinion, maybe should have been two time Academy Award winner. But that's yeah. I digress. Um. She boy, she gives it her all in this. I yes, I, I mean, she she just goes out. For this yeah. role, man, and she she lives in what she does for this character, and you buy it a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I really, man, her performance and how much she commits is just like that's when I w- that's what pissed me off the most about it. Honestly, was like like this this performance needs a much better movie. Yeah, to to be right because she cares, man, and and I feel like if they had just ratcheted up a notch, made it. Like, you know, there are some there are some violent moments, but they don't play those moments for laughs, which is something that like the heat does. Mm-hmm. And, and some of these other comedies. Right. They like uh, I feel like if they just upped the ante just a hair and, and hit it even into a soft R territory. Yeah. Um, that that it would have been a much better or m- more satisfying uh, film. Right. Yeah. Maybe not maybe not much better, but much more satisfying and at least would justify like how heavily committed Reese Witherspoon was to this role. And, and cause she, man, she knocks it out of the park. Just, yeah. just like every time I don't even watch anything with her anymore, expecting any, like any flaws in her performance. I think she's great. Yeah. She just goes, in. I, I, ultimately this really comes down to just kind of a, a lack of writing of willingness to open it up to like an R rated type mm-hmm. uh, thing. Yeah. And, and, and Ann Fletcher like directs it really well too. Right. Like she, like the action sequences are not even, like poorly handled or anything. It's just, there's, it, it is that writing and that rating constraint. I think that holds it back. Yeah. Um, because they, like Ann Fletcher, as much as I don't care for her films, like she's a competent enough director. She's really good actually at making the types of films she does. I just, this one didn't hit the mark. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that you can, I mean, I, it's a, it's a convolu- uh, congruence of just a lot of bad things kind of coming yeah. together that ultimately make it not really work. But you could do a lot less in the, in the. You could do a lot worse in the theater right now, for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. you could, <laughs> specifically with one movie. All right, PB two, PBFC two. 
you, you never know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's yeah, jump let's into we got uh, we got our this is our last new release review of this week. Now this is uh, it's out in kind of a little bit of limited release right now, but there's no excuse for you guys not to see this because it is out on iTunes, which is the way I ended up watching it because I didn't. Uh, it's not out here in Charlotte yet, so uh, that's how I, I watched it. I think it's on demand on demand as well on like Xfinity, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's probably there. It's probably on Xbox and PlayStation, all that shit. You just it's like eight bucks, so just you know, bite the bullet, and shut up. Um, so no more than what a ticket would cost you, anyways, and you can gather people around to watch it with you. So yeah, um, get everybody sipping a dollar. Yeah, there you go. So or here is the uh, here's a trailer for uh, Maggie, our last new release review of this week. Um, once it decides to play. <laughs> It's never going to play. Here we go. Dad, you've protected me all my life. Now it's my turn to protect you. There is life with you, not with me. for me. I'm safe. I'm fine. Mr. Vogel, I wouldn't normally release someone with this type of infection. Dad! I need you to follow the rules here. Quarantine is eight weeks in. She's probably going to show more signs of aggression and hunger. Say your goodbyes and get her straight through quarantine. I made a promise to your mother to have her protect you. Quarantine rules blot everybody, Wade. That was a trailer for Maggie, our last new release review of this week. Here's the IMDb plotline. A teenage girl in the Midwest becomes infected by an outbreak of a disease that slowly turns the infected into cannibalistic zombies. During her transformation, her loving father stays by her side. This is uh, directed by Henry Hobson and uh, written by John Scott Three, who really, um, for the most part, as far as like moving, movie making goes, have both have no credits really prior to this. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what they, where they kind of came from and stuff. Uh, this mm-hmm. is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Abigail Breslin and a handful of other folks. Um, so this movie has been getting some some interesting talk because obviously this is uh, uh, you know first of all when you when you say the word Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie movie most people go oh boy I think I know what I'm in for here. Yes, this you don't. Um, no. This is a very we'll dramatic film, uh, and so I do want to let everybody know. Um, Let's talk about it for like a couple of minutes here, real quick, and then we'll just jump right into spoilers. But so, yeah, sure. Um, so we'll we'll just talk kind of a broad spectrum here and everything. Um, so it starts out, and uh, you know, this uh, the Maggie character has been, uh, you know, you see kind of a 
sort of a montage sort of thing. She's gotten bit by a zombie and is going to be, uh, you know, turning. And it's not like, you know, a lot of the other zombie movies where they, um, you know, instantly turn and everything. It's going to take a while for this to happen. And so they kind of, uh, they bring her home and everything, and they're just going to kind of monitor and then bring her off and put her into these kind of, uh, you know, quarantine zones or whatever, as they, as they call them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and just, so they're like, hey, we're just going to kind of shepherd her through her final, you know, days here on Earth and send her off to, you know, be with all these, you know, other zombie-esque sort of people. Uh, so what I love about this movie is that they don't tell us where any of this kind of shit came from. It just happened. I think that's one of the most effective things in zombie movies, I, I, I mm-hmm. think, is that where it just happens. Dawn yeah. of the Dead just happens, or, 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 or Night of the Living Dead specifically, just happens. Well, Night and, of the Living Dead has the comet <laughs> that gets referenced. Oh, well, no, that's a good point. It's it's on the radio broadcast, but then but then Dawn, that's it. They're, like they don't fucking mention that at all. Yeah, it's yeah. just that, like the the most that you got is the is the you know when you know there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth for whatever yes. you take that to be. Um, but uh, I, I got to say, um, you, you recommended this movie, and you, you were you were hyped on it and stuff. And, like I think I'd seen like a, a just a picture or two of Arnie with uh, you know his uh, daughter's head in his uh, lap there, just kind of stroking her hair and stuff. And um, I didn't know a lot about it going in. I knew kind of the basic premise and everything. Um, I got to um, well, let's 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 hear your stuff before we hear what okay. I have to say okay. about this. Uh, okay. Um, so so the thing that. I think people should know going into this, if they're going to sit down and watch it and not listen to our spoiler stuff is, uh, this is a drama. Oh yes. Um, like, like there, yeah, there's some zombie stuff, some violence, right? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a horror movie in some ways. Um, it's not an action movie at all. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a drama coach who is credited in the, in the, in the final credits, uh, sequence. Um, and uh you know he he fuck, we see arnie cry man yeah like he has fucking like actual like wetness in his eyes <laughs> you know um it's it is a sad sad zombie movie that uh is i don't know it it moved me in several uh, in several ways like very emotionally um I just, I don't know. I was tuned in with what it was doing, but it plays very much like, uh, I called it in my review that I wrote on the split screen, I called it a uh, watchable Terrence Malick tone poem. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, like some of you out there might like Terrence Malick. It is by now probably well known that I do not fucking care for the man uh, after Thin Red Line. Uh, I mean, I, I actually don't care about Thin Red Line either, but anything his comeback, his two movies in the seventies, I'm cool with. Um, but everything else, uh, like I could fucking care less. Um, uh, I couldn't care less. I did. for uh, I did for one. I but, mean, I, I didn't particularly care for thin red line, but I mean, I, I did for some weird unknown reason. And, and Laura hates me for it was I, I, I did like tree of life and I, I can't tell you why, but I did. Oh, I fucking hated it. You know the one I can, that I and liked, I totally understand why people hate it. I get that a hundred percent. Well, but see the one, something the about one that it hit I me. liked is the one everybody actually does not like. I like the New World, um, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, same same thing, right? But there's something about that movie. Even I actually don't like it in quotes, but like it's watchable and I find it interesting. At but the very everybody least. likes Badlands, so 
Yeah, well, Badlands is badass. So, I mean, you know, that's that's what we can all agree on. Everybody. But anyway, so so Maggie plays a little bit like that, right? There's mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Uh, like like it's got the same kind of loose cinematography you would be used to um, in those films. A lot of uh, like nature shots, things like that. Uh, thankfully, there's not like droning fucking voiceover uh, <laughs> all the time and, and whatever. Um, yeah, that's kind of my general impression. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's. I think it's a very moving, uh, very sad, very human picture, and I wasn't expecting that going in. Yeah. Um. So, I really love this movie. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, it was really, really good. Um. I, I'm gonna go. I'm like I, I've been on record many a times saying 99, maybe 0.9 percent of zombie movies are fucking terrible. Uh, most of them are absolutely egregiously awful. Uh, they're usually just made by, especially the lower budget ones, are just made by dudes who love zombie makeup and effects and shit and don't give two fucks about story. Uh, the, the good zombie movies out there usually care about story. They have some of that other shit in it too, but usually story is the number one focus of those movies, and that's what makes those movies good movies and not just good effects reels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I got to say, of every zombie, and I don't consider myself a zombie aficionado by any stretch of the imagination, so I just want to throw that out there. But I don't think I've ever, I have never, ever seen a zombie movie that has made me cry, and this one did. Uh, oh, on a, yeah. On a couple of occasions. This movie it, is damn good. It is sad as shit, man. Like, so so let's uh, let's go ahead and like from this point on uh let's talk right okay. like like spoilers whatever so i so clearly two strong recommendations for us so we're going to spoil everything from here on out so if you haven't seen the flick go on out it's out on itunes right now it's out on many other different places if you're lucky enough to go see it in a theater I, i'd love to see this on a big theater myself and if it if it comes here to charlotte i probably will go see it again on a big theater just to have that experience again um but uh so spoilers from here on out okay um Here's here's what I thought was uh, like really so so beautiful about this was it's re- at its heart this movie is about uh, the inability of this father Wade played by Arnold Schwarzenegger to save his his daughter from dying right um, that that is literally what the movie's about but it's also on an emotional level what the movie's really like tugging at here. Um, and it plays like a like a funeral march, right? Like like it's you know really what subdued, you know what's going down really, from day one. Oh yeah, I mean it, it like it, it's and, inevitable, and, and it's a slow turn, right? It's not like in a lot of different zombie texts where the attack happens and then the person's infected and then boom, they're a zombie and you gotta watch out; they're gonna bite you, mm-hmm. right? It's the slow thing that takes place uh, over a couple of weeks, maybe sometimes, maybe a few days, depending on the severity of the infection. Um, but at some point, he is like Wade Arnold Schwarzenegger is is wrestling with the fact that at some point his daughter will no longer be his daughter, and Abigail Breslin, who plays Maggie, is also wrestling with that same fact. Uh, and so it's about their like connection uh, as as a father and daughter um, who are sharing this like really difficult just eventuality, right? It's it's it is just what it is. Um, 
And I got to say, man, I thought that Schwarzenegger does a hell, he gives a hell of a performance, actually. It's not like the most groundbreaking thing ever, but, you know, for a man who's well known for just uh, performing like a robot and, yeah, and quips and taking a fucking bazooka and blowing shit up, uh, he, he does some real work here. Like, he does some heavy lifting acting wise. Yeah, you, know? you you don't see uh, for anybody that's that's expecting it. You don't see Schwarzenegger disappear. You still see him, but there's things going on upstairs. Yeah. Uh, so you can tell, and and I think whoever this acting coach was, I, I don't have the credits in front of me, but whoever this acting coach was, really, I can tell you right now, got into his head and goes, "You have to think like this character is thinking right now. You have to stop and really truly process." everything that's going through here because when he's not talking which is a lot mm-hmm. he you can tell that the cogs are turning upstairs you know he's he's weighing out exactly what's going on how what he's going to do and how he's going to do it and the sacrifices that he needs to make in order for these things to happen and um it it's powerful and and I think this I mean as a guy who you know <laughs> and I and I tease him about it has been in this country for you know what close to forty years plus now. Yeah. Um, still doesn't uh, he's still got a fairly you know Austrian well, accent I, here. I have something to say about that. Okay. Uh, my so my grandmother was German. Uh, she moved here in her late twenties, early thirties, and till the day she died, had a thick German accent. You're right, but she wasn't and, in the and, movies. She wasn't in the picture shows, was she? Well, that's true, but I also just think like he's never had a reason to, you know what I mean? No, like you're he's not always wrong. just played whoever the fuck they like. He's just muscles, right? So, so the fact that he still just has the same voice, but his name in this movie, to to the credit of of the filmmaker, uh, the screenwriter, right, uh, who has one of the most annoying names to me uh, ever, um, because he spells his third with a three instead of a. Fucking yeah. Roman John Scott three. It's like, <laughs> um, were you worried it, for IMDb? Anyway, uh, uh, to the credit of that guy, right? Like Schwarzenegger's name in the movie is Fogel, right? He plays a German farmer in, mm-hmm. in the Midwest. Right. So he's in theory could be a first generation immigrant. And right? I, and I like the fact that he's a farmer. So there's kind of like an excuse for him to be that big dude. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know he's out, he's out there, he's you know doing shit with the land and stuff, and so you know you're 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 bound to see a big dude. Yeah, and so okay, so I just looked up the acting coach, and apparently he's been with uh, Schwarzenegger for a while now. Um, well, you've reached the culmination of your work thus far, sir. Well, he's been the drama coach with Schwarzenegger since Batman and Robin. Ugh, which, by the way, we cover on the film find next or the Here Movie podcast <laughs> next week. Sweet sassy molassie. Woo. Yeah, but uh, but you know, like here, and you know, he's done. He's gotten really good work out of Schwarzenegger in the past because the films he's worked on outside of Batman and Robin have been like The Sixth Day, uh, The Last Stand, Escape Plan, Sabotage. Right, his his newer films, uh, predominantly, although definitely before before governator Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. Um, he, he gets some performances out of him in the past few years. Uh, but this is really like the culmination. I, th- I thought of this the whole time I was watching, I couldn't stop thinking of how it, how it functions for Schwarzenegger in much the same way that, uh, Boogie Nights did for Burt Reynolds or, um, 
or Unforgiven or Gran Torino did for Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. uh, in the fact that it like functions as kind of like a reflection upon his, you know, at this point, nearly 40 years uh, over slightly over, I think, 40 years in the film industry mm-hmm. as an actor and uh, kind of his screen persona. And I'm not going to say that Maggie is as good as Unforgiven or um, Boogie Nights. Uh, I, I'd have to watch it as three, many times. They're all three very different movies in their own respect. They are, but right? But like for Schwarzenegger, this is that moment, right? No, absolutely. Um, this is, I, I was watching this and, you know, and, and you mentioned uh, them being together in a movie uh, and everything. This is Schwarzenegger's Copland. Yeah. I, I, that's exactly what I got when I watched this. It's like this is his this is his fucking Copland right here. This could turn him into more of a dramatic actor. Which let's be honest, at what what's he at least sixty five now? I don't. He's older than that. He's got to be right. I think he's I think he's sixty seven. Okay. So yeah. So I knew it was like right around that. Uh, yeah. Kind of neighborhood there. Uh, and so at that age, yeah, sixty seven. So you're not gonna you're not gonna be that you know action star forever. And I think this could mark the great transition to a more dramatic um, style and everything for him if acting is what he wants to continue to do, which obviously after his stint in politics is clearly what he still wants to do. Yeah, and, and I well, think this is a good... It's exactly the move that Eastwood made, right? Because uh, Eastwood before, you know, 1995 was known as a much more action-oriented, right? He was making war films and he was making uh, Dirty Harry movies. Um, and, and all kinds of stuff, right? He made that fucking terrible movie about fighter pilots with charlie sheen or some shit uh you know what i'm talking about fox something fox fire maybe i think that Uh, i forget any anyway uh like like this is the same move that eastwood made it's it's the opposite of what stallone's been doing which is just like proving that he can still do it yeah he just Uh, because he's kind of come full circle where it was just like crazy cheesy 80s action star 90s back to 90s uh late 2000s back to drama stuff and we're back to the 80s stuff again and hey who knows maybe he'll have yet he'll come full circle yet again he's gonna hit you know a 1080 here if he doesn't watch it (laughs) yeah and and that's fine i like i like him too but no it's uh, fine but but, uh this is something completely different i think than what stallone's doing and uh it is right like uh schwarzenegger has never been if we're if we're completely honest Mm -hmm. he's never been the physical action star that Stallone has been. No. Right? I mean, he's been well-known for his physique and his physical fitness. Yeah, physique, but the action... and phys- physique and physicality are different. Yes. Stallone is known for physicality. Um, and and that, that allows uh, Schwarzenegger here to kind of maneuver himself away from that type of action and start to think about things differently as far as what his career could do. Uh, now, of course, like later this summer, he's going to be in fucking Terminator Genesis. So who the fuck knows? And we're back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, he did, he was, uh, he did executive produce this film. I, he like shepherded it through. And I, and I think he's the reason that it got made, uh, right. Is he just really wanted to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, like Henry Hobson has, is mostly known for doing title sequences for movies and video games. That's what his, well, like t- his portrait before sequences, this is meant. Yeah. And and he's and he's worked on like uh, the Academy Awards and shit like that. Yeah, which, right? So more of an artisticy type of thing, but definitely mm-hmm. definitely kind of cinematicy sort of stuff for sure. Yeah, but I have to say here, like this is a really strong debut. I think. Oh no um, doubt. You know, like like he's got a lot of style. It's uh, it's very um, 
palatable, even though it's dreary as all fuck. Um, and I don't know, man. Uh, fucking Maggie, I love this movie. Uh, I, I will watch it uh, several other times. So we, I'll probably teach it at some point soon in the future. We, we talked plenty about Schwarzenegger. I want to get into a little bit of the other cast, too, because obviously— Want to talk about Breslin a little bit? Let's talk about Breslin. So okay. everybody remembers Abigail Breslin from Little Miss Sunshine. She was the yep. you know precocious little girl in there who just did her best and danced her heart out, and I didn't She's care for that movie. Things since. Well, I know, but that's what most people are going to recognize from. Let's be yeah, honest. well, that and uh, I mean, she was in another big zombie movie a few years back. Oh, oh, well, yeah, okay. So zombie she was in, she was in Zombie Land. Fucking great. So let's be yeah. honest. Um, love that movie. Um, and, but uh, she does a fantastic job in this. I mean, your heart just goes out for this girl who is trying to hold on to like every you know last little moment of life here, and deny the the fact that what she has is going but she like not deny it as in like this isn't happening to me but wants to curtail it as much as she possibly can before giving in to what is clearly the inevitable yes and and living out her life with this um so but her performance is absolutely fantastic i think for some people if they didn't know that that was her may not even recognize her to be quite honest yeah, I mean, because she has grown up a bit. Uh, well, she hasn't been like very prominent on screen in a few years. I mean, like you know, Zombieland was big, but that was still six years ago at this point. Yeah, she was still she was like she was definitely that in between of this right now, where it was just like, oh, it's a little girl from Little Miss Sunshine, kind of grown up a bit, and she's you know mm-hmm. grown quite a bit up from from that, yes, uh, especially. And uh, but man, she puts in a she puts in a fantastic performance right here. Um, that that varies all the way from just kind of, um, you know, um, from the zombie type stuff to you know, kind of a you know, just young girl trying to fit into the world and everything, and and the and the interesting part is is we don't know her pre biting of the zombie, which I think is a very right. interesting thing that we don't get any of that pre stuff, but yet we still get a sense in the early stages of who she was and her trying to deal with 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 the situation that she has and i thought that was i thought that was really powerful um i i want to talk a, a little bit also about some of the other um the their uh her little i would guess cousin that they're sitting up on the top of the roof with you'd put that out as your cousin right uh well i think it's the daughter that her that wade and her stepmother have had, right it's the daughter's son so their sister and brother yeah, but, so, so little. Uh, so, so, but so, it's like there. So her mother died some time ago, right? right? Not related to any of this. And his and Schwarzenegger's character has remarried mm-hmm. to this to Caroline, right? Is her name? I believe. Am I, so. am I right there? I think it's Caroline. Yeah. Um, uh, who's uh, you know played by Jolie Richardson, who people have known from all over the place, I'm sure. Um, but they've remarried. Or he's remarried and had two children. That's what I got out of it because they were going to stay with their aunt while okay, Maggie yeah. was at home. It was, it was a little bit, it's a little bit muddied right there. I mean, if, if I was to give any complaint, it'd be just like, just kind of define that a little bit, but that I could put that on me. Yeah. Um, but the little kid, uh, Aiden flowers is this actor's name. He mm-hmm. doesn't have a huge part in this, but he's sitting up there on the roof with her. Damn. Yeah. This kid is a natural ass fucking actor. Oh, oh yeah, man, he's great. He's so only in this good. movie for like a few minutes, but uh, he's he's good. You look at this kid, and you're like, "Damn, this is like it's just naturalistic as hell." Mm-hmm. Damn, it's good. Yeah, he's he's in some other stuff too. I think he was in an episode of like Salem, 
I think was the one I saw. It was a horror TV show. I think it was an episode of Salem last year. Uh, but he's good, man. He's really good. Uh, and the other, and the other standout for me as far as supporting actors and stuff go is this kid uh, Bryce Romero, who, believe it or not, was in our other fucking movie. I didn't know yes. this till I looked on IMDb, but he's in Hot Pursuit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he plays kind of like the love interest that that she meets up with later and everything. And they have a fantastic, uh, just awesome conversation in a bus about about life and everything. And you see these two kids just trying to hold on to every last little ounce of life and everything and live, you know, what little bits that they have. And this kid's kind of speech and everything was just, God, it was touching. There's, I mean, so much about this movie. I mean, the writing, everything is just top notch for sure. Yes. I mean, I I just sat through this just going, damn it, this is good. Well, and, and to go back to that Romero kid, like, you know, the stuff on the bus is really nice, but the scene when he's pulled away from his house, yeah, right, forcibly removed by the cops, and, and Maggie's there, right, and she knows that this is going to happen to her at some point if mm-hmm. she doesn't do something or her father doesn't do something, right? Um, that will be what happens. She'll get forcibly removed and taken to quarantine where supposedly awful things happen. Um. And that scene right there just clenched me up, right? Like, oh yeah, like it was uh, just really, really uh, dynamite acting from all of them, uh, right? Like, even the asshole cops in this movie are good. And that's the thing is, like, right? and 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 for the <laughs> most part, they don't even want to do the horrible things that they're doing, but they feel that they have to oh, do except them. Except for that one. Except for the one guy. <laughs> that one. That fucker. one guy. The one guy. You always have to have that one real dickhead. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. Uh, it's it's done really damn well, and and I love the role of, of parents that the way that the role of parents in this movie, mm-hmm. um, because it's you know zombie movies specifically have um a long history going back to obviously Romero, of of being you know allegories to things that are going on. Uh, be they, you know, kind of relationships with people, uh, Dawn of the De- or, uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead is, you know, kind mm-hmm. of about consumerism and shit, uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead, uh, there's some communist shit in there and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of things that you could put in this, but, uh, I mean, it, and I, I think it's open to so many different interpretations. I mean, everything from, like, I got, like, sort of, uh, everything from kids growing up to uh to possibly like to the way that these kids are treated and stuff uh even amongst their own peers who have who are who have not been bitten but they're not quite changed over but yet their friends will kind of accept them but at the same time judge them so i mean it there almost felt like there was some you know sort of like possible you know homosexuality stuff in there not to mention aids because with the you know this the zombie being a virus kind of thing there's it felt a little bit like that in there as well so i thought there's a lot of really neat analogous things that you could really think about this but at the end of the day really it's all about life and you know trying to cling on to the last vestiges of one's life even though that you know that life is fleeting and i thought that was overall it's just it's very powerful for me yeah i mean this movie is uh, is very much um like it's almost not an allegory right yeah but that's <laughs> like, the thing because, it's like there's those things that you could read but you don't even need to because yeah i mean it is just about the inevitability of death and how we choose to confront that mm-hmm. some way Right. That like that's that's ultimately, it. yeah. Uh, right. Um, and so I don't I don't know, man. It handles all that stuff really well. And um, uh, fucking go watch Maggie, guys. Do yourself if, a favor. Like if I mean, we still haven't even like actually spoiled everything. 
right? And so, like, and the ending we won't even talk about because you just need to like be there. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and and I'll be honest. I mean, like for the like ten minutes after, I was just still like it felt like just catching my breath, mm-hmm. where it was just like I was still just trying to. I mean, that would have been like walk it like had I gone to the theater which like I said if this comes out in Charlotte I will plunk down money to go see it because I and I've already paid money to go see it via iTunes but yeah. I'll, I'll pay money to go see it again um but it's like I it's that walk from the theater to the car and especially if you've ever had those experiences when you you know especially if you're somebody with somebody else mm-hmm. and you walk to the car and you're you're not saying anything and yeah. then it just kind of like you know I mean, the first time that I can ever remember it happened, just as a fun story, uh, was uh, was Fight Club. So I'm like in, you know, 11th grade. I brought my brother to it. And he's in like, you know, ninth grade or something at the time. Right. I uh, probably should not have been going to an R-rated movie <laughs> like that. But I was like, fuck it, whatever. Um, but uh, went into that. And it was just like a, because the way that that movie ended and everything, we're just walking out. And it was like three-fourths of the way to the car. We were just looking at each other like, what the fuck was that? And yeah. It was just that kind of like just shit that just rattled you because it was something like you've never, you know, really experienced before. I haven't experienced in quite some time. And uh, I feel like this was one of those types of movies where you're just like, oh, that was just like, it's very different. And um, I love it. And for somebody who hates, like I said, 99% of all zombie movies, uh, this is the best one I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, it's it's really good, man. I also reviewed it on the split screen, so if you want to read more of my uh, wordy bullshit. I almost started to read it, but I didn't want to read it before we did this, so. <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad you did. Cuz I was just like, well, I'm going to I'm going to wait for this and then I and then I'll read it later cuz it, it's, you know, it's a quick read, I think, right? Cuz it's only a couple paragraphs, but it's more than I ever write, so I can't talk shit. Yeah, I mean, I try, <laughs> not... to, I try to keep that shit below a thousand words. Nah, that's good though. All right, well, that is it, everybody. So next week, <laughs> oh, get your pants ready because they're about to be blown off, friends. Are they? Gross. Mm, well, you never know. <laughs> unless you need them blown off. It's a little warm in this room. I could use some pants blowing off. I'll tell you that much. Uh, 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 so next week, we're going to be uh, we're gonna be doing uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Seems like a <laughs> film that's going to be due to early... You guys re- didn't notice. <laughs> The, there are the, reviews out there. The embargo is up, bitches. And I haven't read a one of them. Go fuck all yeah. those people. And, oh, God. Go fuck yourself. Regular movie critics and stuff, go fuck yourself. I just, I just, I mean, I love you, but I hate you in the same time. Go fuck yourself. I just, it's, God damn it, they're smug, ain't they? <laughs> they just I know several way. of them. And I'm just, not going to disagree. Mm. Anyway. I won't so, fully agree. I'm not going to disagree. There you go. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good measure. Fuck them. I'll say that. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yet slightly envious, I will say. Okay, anyways, uh, so we're going to be reviewing Mad Max Fury Road next week, and uh, yeah, what other what uh, what other better way to have a nice double feature than to wrap that up with Pitch Perfect too? Yeah, so we're going to do that I'm too, a, bitches. I'm really looking forward to that one, actually. Pitches, as the poster and says, directed that film by Elizabeth Banks. Don't know. Was if you it really? Yeah. Huh. Pitch Perfect too. Get out of town. Yep. First feature. Well, that's going to be fun. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Well, I didn't get learned something every day. I was, I'm kind of shocked by that. I was like, I didn't know she had aspirations for that, but that's cool. Yeah. Well, apparently she's made some shorts uh, before this. And well, and she made one movie uh, in that movie, or one short in that movie that I didn't see, movie 43. Mm-hmm. It was like that uh, really long. Uh, that everyone or, hated. Or not really long, but just uh, like jam-packed anthology comedy, um, like gross-out movie. Yeah. And I didn't see it. No, nah, I don't. Everybody I don't, hated it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Everybody was not a fan. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. 
Uh, but I'll say this. Come on, Elizabeth Banks. Can, can you stop it? You're already good looking. You're a good actress. And now you're going to start directing <laughs> stuff? Can you can you leave a little bit for us chodes? Come on. Jesus. You need a little bit. I mean, you know. Yeah, can you leave it for those chodes like Adam? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got to disparage myself at every turn. I can't, you know, it only uh, makes me feel better about myself. It's just like, because when I just go, uh, and people just go, you're not that bad, buddy. And I just go, thank you. You know, it's that self-deprecating crap. I'm the worst. Anyways, and this show proves it. So that is it, everybody. Until next week when we review that. Matt, where can we find more of your work on the interwebs this week, sir? Uh, well, I'm going to be doing some stuff on both my websites this week, conspiracymediatheory.tumblr.com and thesplitscreen.wordpress.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith, where I uh, don't know what I've been talking about lately. Bullshit, I think. I think the last thing I tweeted out was some bullshit about running, which I wasn't doing. I was just making fun of a bunch of other I people. I thought that was funny running. because those people are that. <laughs> those okay, people good. are that shit. So you're, I, you, it hit with me because I'm just like, those motherfuckers do be like that. Well, you know, hashtag CrossFit, bro. Damn straight. Um, <laughs> what about you? Where, where can we find you, sir? I hear you have this other really popular podcast. <laughs> it's fairly popular. That is, that is much better than ours. It's fairly apparently. popular. But we're look, we're trying to get Do back. Do you think it's kids that download it and they can't because mommy says that Matt says fuck too much? Matt says and... fuck way too much. You can't download that shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, you can listen to Hero Movie. You they, don't, listen to film they, they, they say words like Shaq Fu over there, and that's fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Shaq. okay. No, it's, I actually think that's fucking more egregious. To mm. let it let, to expose to expose our youths to Shaq Fu and Kazam. That is somebody, that is somebody saying fuck, uh, but, uh, and I like Shaq Fu. So, <laughs> good lord. Uh, <laughs> so you can uh, yes follow 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 this here podcast on the tweets at the Film Find. Uh, head out uh, all the links for everything that we do are up on thefilmfind.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Go drop us a five star review. You know that'd be helpful. Uh, you know, kind of helps us get out and stuff like that. Come on, there's damn near 40 of them on Hero Movie Podcast. There's 16 on this one. This podcast has been around for three years. Now, granted, we haven't done that many of those ones, but well, nevertheless. Well, hey, man, we have done one every fucking week. For like over six months. Since since November. Uh, before Interstellar. Yeah. So when was that? Like like uh, that September? September, Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. So we've been August, doing, maybe. So suck it, world. <laughs> we've no, been man, doing we're better. rocking it we're gonna keep rocking it and uh you know tell your fucking friends bros yeah tell them to listen to this bullshit you got some i know everybody that listens to movie or fucking likes movies has friends that like movies Here's tell the, them that we're just two dudes that like movies and we talk about movies you find out what movies not to go watch I mean, where yeah. else are you going to have somebody that gives you an actual fucking review of Hot Pursuit and tells you why to not go see it? Yeah, or why to wait until cable. Yeah, I mean, come on, forget about it. We went and saw Paul Blart, so you fuckers don't have to tell other people. <laughs> yeah, please tell them not to go. And buddies. dude, we're getting in. We're get, Come on, we're getting into good stuff. It's it's happening, everybody. So, uh, so that's it. Next week, we're gonna do that. Uh, up on here, movie podcast, my other podcast. Uh, this week, we reviewed uh, Gotham. We wrapped up the entire season of Gotham and everything, and uh, talked a bit about that. Good times over there. And of mm -hmm. course, next week on Here Movie Podcast, we're gonna be reviewing Batman and Robin with one Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has the same acting coach now as he did then. And boy, what a difference a decade and a half makes. Because <laughs> my goodness gracious. Well, I'm going to tell you something about that before. So uh, you can tell them I said this when you guys record that podcast. Here's a hint. It's already recorded. But okay. 
Oh, it's already recorded. Yeah, well, we, fuck we, you. We, I'm not going to give you my gold then. I'm moving. I can't help it. I, we had <laughs> not to bank. give you my gold. Well, here's the thing I'll say about it. Bring Supplemental it. Uh, for that podcast. Um, fucking Schwarzenegger. The only good thing about that movie, his dialogue makes total sense. I'm going to stand by that. Listen, you just write us an email and I'll read it on the air. Because <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you're going to defend that. They listen I'm, to this show, so you're going to have to good. answer. I, you know what? Invite me on every once in a while, motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> don't you put this on me. All right. All right. So that's it. Film find, hearmoviepodcast.com. Go to those things. All the stuff's up there. Uh, join us back here next week for uh, Pitch Perfect 2 and Mad Max Fury Road. Until next week, uh, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. Take it easy, everybody. I got something to say. I killed your baby today. And it doesn't matter much to me. from a uh, 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 fucking a smoothie to a Corona. What does that tell you about my health habits? Uh, well, I mean, it tells me that you you got the point of Maggie. Just do what you want to do. Well, I mean, it's just going to fucking end. So. You know, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you like it or not, fucker. what I study. <laughs> That's right, everybody. American Idol got motherfucking canceled. All right. Here's Cool in the Game. Seeing the song that we all want to sing. Hey, if you want to be like American Idol, all you got to do is fucking sing along with the lyrics, you fucking retard. Because let's be honest, it's karaoke televised for television. Here's Casey, the whitest black guy you will ever see in your entire fucking life. It's Casey in the Sun. Wait, no, that's Cool in the Game. Better- cool in the Game. My- Damn it, I had a good run. I thought I was going to do it. Uh- I was trying to give the good radio lead up, and I was just trying to come up with so many fucking words, and it just wasn't. <laughs> I was just, I was like, because you got to give that full lead up, and then once you hit into the thing, we have some other big uh, TV news to talk about too. Radio DJ is hard. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet so.